All right, let's go. You ready to do it? Here we go. Tuesday, January 25th, 2022. It's First Thing with Kevin Mano. Hello. Alicia Keys is celebrating a birthday today. Nike was founded on this day in 1964. And in 1949, the first ever Emmy Awards were presented. The award for most popular television program went to Pantomime Quiz Time. All right, we always start with the top stories. Wall Street took a dump yesterday. It's a very professional news show I'm running here. Uh, I truly don't totally understand how the stock market works. I admit that, but I know the folks on Wall Street were sweating bullets yesterday. The Dow Jones fell more than 1,000 points. It was the market's worst week since the pandemic began. Uh, And I understand even less about cryptocurrency, but $130 billion was wiped off crypto markets in just 24 hours as Bitcoin and Ethereum plummeted. Uh, Another big story, a month after its launch, the James Webb Space Telescope has reached its final destination. The thing is massive. It's currently nearly a million miles away from Earth where it opened up its tennis court-sized sun shield. Uh, it's supposed to gather some really incredible data about the uh, the mysteries of the universe, and we'll start to see some of those images it captures this summer. Sliding on over to sports, the upcoming Beijing Winter Games will be the first to rely solely on artificial snow. None of it will be real. A couple problems with that I keep seeing pop up. Athletes say it's dangerous, for one. It's icier, which means it's faster, and it hurts more if you fall outside the course because it's not fluffy. Uh, And environmentalists obviously don't like this because uh, Beijing is going to pull 49 million gallons of water from natural resources to make the fake snow. And by the way, one more little uh, on this day in history fact. The first ever Winter Olympics began in France on this day in 1924. Also in sports, this was inevitable, but NFL fans, more specifically Tom Brady fans, are speculating about his future. He has not yet confirmed whether or not he'll be back for another season. uh, And it looks like he's going to take at least a month to assess before making a decision. In entertainment news, The Rock is breaking records with his tequila. Tara Mana just surpassed 600,000 cases sold, which is an all-time high for first-year sales. Uh, Right now, I believe it's only available in the U.S. and Mexico, and his goal is to take it global. And apparently, this tequila brand is going to make The Rock a billionaire. Travis Pastrana is in the hospital. I know he's no stranger to hospitals. He's the extreme sports athlete and stuntman. He was involved in a parachute stunt gone wrong in Florida. He jumped off a high rise and it didn't go as planned. He hit the ground pretty hard. According to his publicist, he suffered a broken pelvis and underwent surgery. Uh, We haven't seen much of this lately. Jennifer Garner just shared a video on Instagram. She delivered some homemade cookies to a bunch of doctors and nurses. She said in her caption, For a happy day, show your local first responders some love. They are still in the thick of it and miles past burnout. That's true. And that was a big trend, you know, early in the pandemic. But yeah, we haven't seen much of that lately. So uh, good job, Jen. In movie and TV news, Peter Dinklage was just a guest on Mark Maron's podcast, and he spoke his mind about Disney's upcoming Snow White movie. He said it's hypocritical that they claim to be progressive by casting a Latina actress in the lead role, but still insist on having, quote, seven dwarfs living in a cave together. Have I done nothing to advance the cause for my soapbox? He went on to say, all love and respect to the actress and all the people who thought they were doing the right thing, but I'm just like, what are you doing? Since Valentine's Day is right around the corner, someone crunched some numbers to find out what the most popular romantic movies in the country are. Uh, They use box office results and Google trends. I'll I'll just give you the highlights here. First off, The Notebook is number 10. I feel like that should be lower on the list. Casablanca is number five, so we're going old school with some of these. Uh, The new West Side Story is number four. The movie Her is number three. Isn't that the movie about Joaquin Phoenix falling in love with his phone? I don't remember thinking that was overly romantic. I guess I'm wrong. Uh, Titanic, number two on the list. That makes sense. And the number one most romantic movie in the country, 
Before Sunrise. I know nothing about this movie. I looked it up. It's from 1995. Ethan Hawke is in it. It's got a 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Should Allie and I watch this on Valentine's Day? Let me know. Uh, I have the first trailer for Guillermo del Toro's new Pinocchio movie in our Instagram stories right now. It's linked. It's a stop motion movie. Definitely going to be different and uh, probably a little weird. Uh, one more story about The Rock here. It was just announced that he'll be starring alongside Chris Evans in a new Amazon holiday movie called Red One. Another professional wrestler turned actor is doing quite well for himself. John Cena's new HBO Max show Peacemaker is being very well received. It is now the highest reviewed DC Extended Universe project ever. So better reviews than any DC movie or show. We just found out that Josh Dumel is replacing Emilio Estevez in season two of the Disney Plus Mighty Ducks show. No more Coach Gordon Bombay. Apparently, Emilio left the show after season one over creative differences. Amy Schneider is making history. She is the current Jeopardy champ, and she just won her 39th consecutive game yesterday. Uh, she's racked up $1,319,800. Number two now on the Jeopardy winners list. She's still uh, a ways away from Ken Jennings, who has the most with 74. She just did an interview with Good Morning America, and she said the best part of all of this is, quote, being able to represent the transgender community on TV and just kind of showing a different thing than maybe some people have seen of just being a smart, confident woman. In other game show news, Wheel of Fortune apologized to Benedict Cumberbatch because he was the answer to a puzzle and Pat Sajak didn't know who he was. Might be time to hang it up, Pat. Uh, and a couple weeks ago, I was talking about a new Netflix show called Murderville with Will Arnett where none of the celebrity guests have scripts. They have to improv their way through it. We finally got a trailer for it and it looks just as good as I had hoped. It's linked in our Instagram stories right now. Uh, some of the guests include Conan O'Brien, Ken Jong, Annie Murphy from Schitt's Creek, Marshawn Lynch. It looks so good. On TV today and tonight, speaking of Netflix, there are a couple new things on the streaming service today. There's a three-part documentary about uh, controversial soccer star Neymar da Silva Santos Jr. It's called Neymar, The Perfect Chaos. Aziz Ansari is back with the new stand-up special. It's out now on Netflix. Uh, the season finale of Our Kind of People is on Fox tonight. This Is Us, Superman and Lois, Naomi, and New Amsterdam are all on tonight as well. Getting into music, there's a, uh, a big old ruckus around Taylor Swift and Damon Albarn right now. Uh, and at the core of it seems to maybe be a misunderstanding. I don't know. If you don't know who he is, Damon is the singer of the band Blur and Gorillaz. There was an LA Times tweet taken from an interview with him, and it seemed that he said Taylor Swift doesn't write her own songs. She responded with a pretty heated tweet. Uh, she naturally felt disrespected. She writes all of her own songs. Uh, he, he then responded, and I'll read you his tweet. He said, I totally agree with you. I had a conversation about songwriting and sadly it was reduced to clickbait. I apologize unreservedly and unconditionally. The last thing I would want to do is discredit your songwriting. I hope you understand. So if he did actually say that she doesn't write her own songs, if he said that to this reporter, that was irresponsible of him, and I'm glad he got called out, but the media taking things out of context happens all the time, and it's very frustrating. I'm glad that he apologized. Cardi B just won a libel suit against a blogger that made a bunch of false claims about Cardi. Uh, she said some nasty stuff, so Cardi B sued her, and after more than a week-long trial, this woman was found liable on three separate claims, and she was ordered to pay Cardi $1.25 million in general damages. Oh, crrr. I did it. Uh, Bob Dylan is the latest musician to sell his recorded music catalog. Sony is now the proud owner of the master rights to all of his albums, as well as multiple future releases. And he is now the proud owner of $200 million. He said, and I'm sorry, I'm gonna do it. I'm on a high now after the Cardi B noise I made. Uh, he said, 
I'm glad that all my recordings can stay where they belong. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. The news came just uh, a couple hours after he announced a batch of spring tour dates. So he's hitting the road. And uh, Bobby D's old friend is in the news as well. Neil Young wants Spotify to remove all of his music from the streaming platform. Uh, either that or they have to get rid of Joe Rogan. That's what he said. He, uh, he said he doesn't want to be associated with a company that will allow the spread of COVID misinformation. Uh, and after news broke of Meatloaf's passing on Friday, his music started selling again, big time. Over the weekend, his album sales were up more than 18,000%. Some additional headlines for you before I get out of here. A follow-up to the Russia-Ukraine situation that I mentioned yesterday. The Pentagon has now put 8,500 troops on heightened alert as the U.S. considers military action against Russia. Uh, New York hospitalizations just dropped below 10,000. COVID numbers seem to be improving quickly. It's good news, moving in the right direction for sure. Uh, President Biden had a viral moment yesterday when he was caught calling a Fox reporter a stupid SOB. That's not what he said. You know what he said. Uh, it was clear as day. He said it. The reporter's name is Peter Ducey. And last night, President Biden called him to apologize. And Ducey said that he accepted the apology. A woman in Texas was arrested after reportedly trying to buy a baby for $500,000 at Walmart. As far as I know, they don't sell babies. Uh, I have to imagine that sobriety was not in the mix here. This woman is accused of offering to pay cash. And remember, I said $500,000. That's a lot of cash. For another woman's one-year-old son, she described the boy as, quote, a perfect fit. Uh, she was arrested and charged with sale or purchase of a child, which is a third-degree felony. That would be very scary if somebody approached you saying they wanted to buy your kid in a store. According to a new study out of the UK, people who consume five or more glasses of red wine a week have a 17% lower risk of catching COVID. They say it has something to do with red wine's high content of polyphenol, if I'm saying that right, uh, which is known to help fight the flu. Now, before I give you the story, I just want to say yesterday's Wordle puzzle was very hard. I did get it right, but it took me a long time. Uh, thanks to the success of the online game, I see it everywhere. There are a bunch of knockoffs now. Uh, there's one called Swerdle. It's the same, but with swear words. Uh, there's a very difficult version called Absurdle, uh, I, and I would be bad at this one. There's a new version called Squirtle, where you're just trying to guess the names of different Pokemon characters. In food news, McDonald's is testing a new peanut butter crunch McFlurry. It's been spotted in a few restaurants, but no word yet on if it's going to go nationwide. And Krispy Kreme is teaming up with the Red Cross. They still desperately need blood over at the Red Cross. So Krispy Kreme is giving anyone who donates this week a dozen donuts for free. I always end things with a positive story, and today it's all about a six-year-old boy named Caden Reed. He was hit by a car last week when he saved his baby sister. Uh, she darted out into the street, and like a superhero, this kid ran out and saved her while sacrificing himself. He went to the hospital, no major injuries, but when he got home, he had a hero's welcome waiting for him. His local fire department was there to thank him for being a hero. They gave him a tour of their truck. They let him sit up front. And it's so cute because he was he was proudly wearing his Superman costume the whole time. I love this. Uh, he's the cutest kid. I have his photo in the Superman costume posted in our Instagram stories right now. Again, his name is Caden Reed. The show is over now. Uh-huh. Yeah, thank you for, uh, for listening today. I'll be back tomorrow, first thing. Uh, appreciate your uh, your support. I'm uh, I'm having such a blast doing this, and it's uh, it's great to hear from so many people on social media and stuff. It's connecting with people, which is what I had hoped for. So thank you. Follow us on Instagram if you're not at First Thing Pod, and I will be back first thing tomorrow. Please tell your friends about this show.